Hello, this is the Three for Thursday podcast from fmi.online, and I'm your host, Chris Hewitt. Today's three is what are the three largest sovereign wealth funds? Hi, Ryan. How are you doing today? Yeah, hi, Chris. I'm doing very well. How are you doing over in London? All good. So I'm right in saying that you're delivering training today in Hong Kong. Is that right? That's right, Chris. Delivering a workshop for an investment banking client for their new graduates that they've just onboarded in India. And that's going really well. But it's great to be able to squeeze in a podcast during one of our breaks. Uh, But also one of our other trainers that are also delivering a course to another investment banking client. So you may hear a little bit of noise in the background. And for that, I apologize. But it's a really busy time of year with all the graduate training going on. Okay, well, we'll try to drown him out between us. Um, like, is, within your, your training this week or, or in general, is sovereign wealth funds something that you get to talk about much? Don't get to talk about sovereign wealth funds very often, to be fair. We do mention them in terms of who are the types of clients that invest in, for example, fixed income products. So we do mention sovereign wealth funds as a large fixed income investor in our FMI Introduction to Bonds course. But we don't talk a lot about sovereign wealth funds. So I've got a perhaps a high level understanding and familiarization with them. Okay, well, from a high level, then let's start with the obvious question. What is a sovereign wealth fund? The definition of a sovereign wealth fund is actually pretty straightforward. It's a state owned investment fund. So the state owned investment fund, the sovereign wealth fund, takes proceeds from the sale of things like commodities. So maybe oil that a government-owned enterprise creates, or maybe it's receipts from other things that the government has been involved with, maybe the privatization of state-owned enterprises, maybe some receipts and proceeds from foreign currency transactions, maybe fiscal surpluses, and it pulls this money into the sovereign wealth fund to invest on behalf of its citizens uh, and its own economy. So it's not too dissimilar to a investment fund that's perhaps managed by someone like BlackRock or Fidelity, but often the scale of the investments are much, much larger. Okay, so you mentioned commodities being quite a common source of the, those sovereign wealth funds. Um, with that in mind, would you expect to see the UK on the list? I don't know. If, if the three for Thursday is the three largest sovereign wealth funds, I don't think your UK sovereign wealth fund would be in the top three. I haven't actually heard of the UK sovereign wealth fund. But in saying that, Chris, I don't think my home country sovereign wealth fund, New Zealand, is going to be in the top three either. Yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. I think we're both not going to quite make that list. (laughs) But who do you think would? Let's let's start with our, our first answer. Who do you think would be top of our three for Thursday this week? My number one in terms of the largest sovereign wealth fund in the world um, and I'm pretty confident about this because this is this is something which is relatively well known in financial markets, and it's the sovereign wealth fund of Norway. And very famously, it's often regarded as the largest sovereign wealth fund, and they derive a lot of their investment proceeds from the sale of North Sea oil. So I forget what the name of their state-owned oil company is. You might have it. I'm not sure whether you've done that level of research. But it's one of the um, largest oil companies in the world. It's state-owned by the government of Norway. The process of selling the oil in the international markets has generated lots and lots of receipts for the Norwegian government. 
they've put it into the sovereign wealth fund and they've invested that money on behalf of its citizens for future economic purposes because at the end of the day crude oil is a finite resource and the Norwegian government wants to capitalize on the receipts that they're getting today they want to make sure that they haven't squandered it away today and they've invested it today to make sure that they've got sufficient funds for their future government spending yeah so the name of the fund is the Norway government pension fund global um, I will reveal at the end if that is the top of our list. Before I do, and we move on, how big do you think this fund is? Are we talking billions? Are we talking trillions? How big do you reckon this fund is? The last time I saw their assets under management, it was well over a trillion US dollars. But I also know that they've got a really high allocation to equities. That's something around 70%. And the equity markets over the last year or so have done really, really well. I can't remember the exact statistics, but it's really scary how much money they've got in equities. So I would say that now, I would say now that their AUM is closer to two trillion than it is to one trillion. Okay, so somewhere in between one and two trillion. So Norway and, is and closer one, to two, and closer to two, closer to two. Okay, so Norway is number one on your list. Who do you think is number two? My number two, China. Now there, this is when I get a little bit blurry. I may end up with a little bit of egg on my face, but I think that perhaps China has more AUM in their sovereign wealth funds than Norway, but China has more than one sovereign wealth fund. So Norway's got the single largest sovereign wealth fund, but they've only got the one sovereign wealth fund, whereas China's got something like four or five sovereign wealth funds. And if you pull those together, the total AUM would be bigger than the Norwegian sovereign wealth fund. As a single standalone sovereign wealth fund, I think one of the Chinese ones is probably my best bet at number two. Yeah, you're right. If we were to do the top 20, you, you would find more than one sovereign wealth fund from China. Um, okay. I'm going to go with your China as your second answer. So Norway, one, China, two. Who's going to be number three on your list, Ryan? So now I'm scratching around a little bit. I'd be pretty confident with those first two that they're in the top three, and I'm would even hazard a guess at that number one and number two. Number three, I'm going to have to take a little bit of an educated guess. My choices are going to be out of Qatar, Abu Dhabi, Saudi Arabia, and Hong Kong. Hong Kong's got a sovereign wealth fund that's actually been around, and I'm based in Hong Kong, so I probably know a little bit more about the Hong Kong sovereign wealth fund than perhaps I would otherwise, but I think it's been around since the 1930s. So it's been around for a long time, and I guess is the compounded effect of having that invested for so long is going to make that quite a large sovereign wealth fund. And interestingly enough, it's out of the top sovereign wealth funds, it's one of the few that don't really get their cash remittances or their, the reserves that they've got to invest from commodities. Theirs is more from the process of privatizations, currency operations, transfer payments, physical, uh, fiscal surpluses. Those are my choices. Abu Dhabi, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Hong Kong. So I'm going to have to just do a stab in the dark. And my stab in the dark being a little bit patriotic in case some of our listeners are from Hong Kong. I'm going to go with Hong Kong as number three, but I'm not very confident. Okay, let's give you the big reveal. So I got the information from the swfinstitute.org. Um, and if you go to that website and then go to the rankings list, mm. it gives you the Sovereign Wealth Fund, its value in US dollars. Um, and then the source of those funds. So going down from number one, you were correct. Norway was top of the list. Okay. 
So the Norway government pension fund global at time of going to press was $1.29 trillion. 1.29. Okay. 1.29. Gave them a little bit too much credit in terms of their investment returns. But still, that's a big number, isn't it? Maybe when you look, the equity markets were, were better than they are now, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Okay, but you see, you got you got your top answer correct, and number two, you also got correct. It was a one of the Chinese sovereign wealth funds, and it's called the China Investment Corporation. The assets under management are or were one point zero five trillion dollars. Oh wow! The last time I looked at these facts and figures, which was a couple of years ago, the Norwegian fund was the only sovereign wealth fund with AUM over a trillion. So that's quite interesting. That that's obviously just climbed over a trillion fairly recently. Um, and, and I think at one point, it, it either it was very close to being the, the leading sovereign wealth fund or it was one of the two. Um, but China is number two. And number three is the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority Fund. I knew that when I had a little collection to choose from, I would choose the wrong one. Well, the, the one that you did choose was, was close on that list. And um, so the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority Fund is worth $649 billion. And then number four, number four is Hong Kong Monetary Authority Investment Portfolio. And the value of this fund is $580 billion. What's quite interesting, if you go down the list, and, and it gives you the name of the fund, the assets under management, the type of the fund, and then the region. Predominantly, the regions are Asia and Middle East. And, and I think it supports your assertion that the majority of those funds, the source of the money is oil. Yeah, oil or some other kind of commodity, because I'd say Abu Dhabi is probably natural gas. Well, Ryan, thank you, uh, as always, for sharing your wealth of knowledge with us. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well done, Chris. That, that, oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. I apologize. Well, thank you again. Thank you to our listeners. Please continue to support us by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our Three for Thursday podcasts on Spotify and Apple. Finally, have a look at our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.